Thank you for downloading this month in drinking history, a comedy drinking game show where comedians compete to avoid picking up the bar tab. Just so you know, we do drink during these recordings, so as with every good pub conversation, some information will be inaccurate, facts can become distorted, and lies may be told. So grab your drink and join us. This month in drinking history. <laughs> Hello and welcome to This Month in Drinking History, a drink-along comedy game show. Yeah, we don't know what it means either. So, we're going to move straight on with Who Drink and Cheers. So, Raheel, who drink and cheers? Hello, my name is Raheel. Uh, I've been described as a caring comedian uh, because I live with my grandparents. and I'm a self-confessed uh, bad Muslim because I don't really Nice plug for the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm doing a show 28th of March. Hugging <laughs> pain. Please, please release this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> like, uh, no, but I'm like a self-confessed bad Muslim because like, I'm pretty sure God doesn't exist. Um, and then also I drink and I also eat bacon so it's not really a joke it's just like a confession I like to do so <laughs> yeah hi um, Raheel yeah so what are you drinking this month um, so I'm drinking um, like to help fend off the cold vodka orange what a screwdriver yeah but I've added a twist um, I've got rockstar mango energy juice and so it's a little bit bubbly as well. Just to be as scummy as you can be. <coughs> well, I describe like man- fizzy mango juice as like Pakistani champagne because mango is like a super fruit and it's Pakistan's biggest export as well. This is about the third podcast you've yeah. managed to crowbar mangoes into. You know that. I'm trying to get a sponsorship. <laughs> like, who, who owns mangoes? <laughs> like, like, that's what I want. Right, and your and uh, yeah, so my cheers to keep with the theme is the uh, Waikilewa, which. Uh, do you know what that means? I do not know. Okay, so uh, it's Urdu for uh, medicine time. Because <laughs> 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 that's a loophole, I'll explain, right? It's a loophole for how Muslims can drink, is that if it's in medicine, you're allowed alcohol. So this is my medicine. Is that in, like... <laughs> that's in uh, my interpretation. Oh, right, okay, right, I don't <laughs> yeah. know exactly. No, no, it's an actual, like, thing. It's so, Craig, who drinking cheers? Hey, I'm Craig Wilson. Uh, I'm a frail boy uh <laughs> I, I don't don't drink a lot I'm, I'm nothing if not committed to the bit though so i'm drinking for the podcast i'm, I'm drinking some sour beers because i'm a dick <laughs> uh i'm uh i'm drinking a brew dog quench quake just now um but i'm uh, about to move on to a drink i found in the shop called large hadron colada which is a pina colada flavored beer um that sounds like evil yeah, um, I can't wait to be. It's also, <laughs> dude. It's also not suitable for vegans. Like, oh, um, I know that's fine. That's the evilest <laughs> of beers. And what's your? So, um, my my cheers. Uh, my cheers is in the language of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is all oh, give me a hell yeah. A hell yeah! I know, I'm liking that. <laughs> cheers, Craig. That was nice. Thank you very much. The comedy ninja that is Craig. That's brilliant. So, Raymond, who drinking cheers? Uh, my name's Raymond Burns. I've been a comedian longer than most people who've been alive in this nation of ours. And, uh, <laughs> big part of that. I gave up. I gave up my job years ago because I found it was interfering my drinking. You know, you <laughs> when you're a comedian, you work during the day, you gig at night, and there's no time to get mad with it. So something has to give. <laughs> and it was it was the the job. Now. Tonight I'm drinking scotch, very kindly provided by your good selfie and very welcome. A bottle of Glen Levitt, uh, Masters Reserve, Blender's Reserve, I think. But that's that's kind of my drink most of the time, unless I'm in the Caribbean and I go for rum mm-hmm. 
or if I'm maybe down south I go for gin. Oh, well, I, I tend to like gin. to drink when I go to Dublin it's Guinness. So you're um, a geographical drinker. I <laughs> I drink what I won't do under any circumstances. You know people say, let's all get shots and all that. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't but I like to drink lots of different good quality drinks. The problem when you're a Scotch drinker though, if you go out of the world and you're you've got a thing for fine single malts, right. you'll not get them. Mm. They're, they're no you know that you don't get them everywhere, so my default is always Johnny Walker Black Label. Which yeah, I was going to say that's pretty much the the, the nicest one you'll get in America. Mm, is Johnny oh Walker is the got everywhere, so. just yeah. changing us. And your cheers for this. Well, I just say cheers, man. I just say mm. cheers. My brother says uh, here's to poverty, but I think that's bringing voodoo on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> here's to so. poverty. That's like a Dave Allen sketch, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the old Dave Allen sketch where everybody goes cheers and things like. He says no, it should be to your health. He says we're drinking this. <laughs> it should be. Poor health, uh, short life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my big brother used to go, here's the poverty bang. When you do that, you kind of draw that that's to a, a That's you. a bit of voodoo. Yeah. Well, that's cracking. Thanks very much. We'll move on to the next round, Elliot. <laughs> this month's reason for drinking. So, Raheel, what's this month's reason for drinking? People would be aware there's been a general election. No. Yeah, so Order! I'm, I'm drinking because it's the and fries, please. Yeah, well, I'm drinking because it's the end of an election cycle, and I hate that. That's boring on TV. Um, it's also going to be the end of the year, uh-huh. uh, which is good. You know, people say that the next year is going to be better, um, but because of the results of the election, I don't think that's really going to be the case. Um, because I think it's also the end end of the NHS. As we know, it, um, it's going to be privatised. Comedy podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. so <laughs> that's a reason to stop drinking. <laughs> 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 no, I bet if I, I get it over and done with quicker. <laughs> ah, that would be great. Could I have to get health insurance? When your like. liver's away, you go, oh no, this is going to cost me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a double whammy. Yeah. You have to buy the drink as well. Oh, yeah. And then you get taxed more as well for the and drink then, as and, well. And this is it in the podcast now. When we're on, we, we're all applying for our health insurance. Uh, <laughs> we'll bullshit them. How many drinks do you have a week? One. <laughs> 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 One podcast worth. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's all we yeah. do a month. That's it. Nin- yeah. I'm well within my ninety. Yeah. I'm not looking for that. Months. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's also the end of Europe as well. I mean, I think Europe's just going to stop being a thing. Be uh, yeah, no, no, it's it's, it's it's no longer for us, no. It's, it's, it's the end of our membership of the European yeah. Union. It's yeah. not the end of Europe. Europe's no, always it's the end of Europe. <laughs> after the asteroid <laughs> hits, <laughs> we all get incinerated after, and drowned. After the lizards take over. I think <laughs> there is going to be another world war. And uh, we're all going to be fighting Europe. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be. Is agree? Are we a wee monthly <laughs> dose of optimism here? Yeah. I know. It's like uh, Thomas isn't here this month. Yeah. You're just are you filling in. There's going to be a tax on cheese. Do you know that? There's a cheese tax coming. I didn't know that. That's why I'm drinking. Yeah. yeah, I know. You're that's big cheesy over here. I love it. Yeah, love cheese. I love halloumi, like as well. It's Halloumi's it's great. Yeah. Fry it and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Where pe- do you where do you stand on vegan cheese? Uh, it was not it's cheese. Throat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Vegan cheese is cheese history, man. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> so thanks, Raheel. Craig, hey, can you, you not let me do no, all these cheese no, puds? No. <laughs> Other than the fact that Raheel just did all that, what's this month's reason for drinking? Um, my reason for drinking this month and tonight is uh, I'm actually invited to my work's night out after this. Uh, Yay! I've been there a year. They finally invited me to the night out. Oh, and, wow! Did uh, they remember you were there? Yeah, yeah. They finally remembered who I was this year. Um, and. Uh, uh, I, I want to seem cool, like I drink a lot, like I'm a like I'm a cool guy. So. Hey, drink beware. 
It's never cool to drink a lot. <laughs> I can't sustain I dr- that. I, dr- I drink with sunglasses on indoors, <laughs> leaning against the bar. Oh, I like that. Heading out after this, or? Uh, I mean, well, I'll I'll see how much. Uh, this is technically my my pre-drinks, so uh, it may be one of those nights where uh, you drink too much and don't even go out. I like that. Let's go drinking before we go drinking. Yeah, attitude. I'm liking that. That's good. I'm That's new to th- it. I'm new to it. I, I'm, I'll I'll see how it goes. <laughs> So, Mr. Raymond Mearns, what's this month's reason for drinking? Well, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, it, gets, it gets darker, quicker, and I'm here with, in a company, you lovely fellas. Drinking is a social thing. Hell yeah. I think there is nothing better in the world, in this world, and never has there been a greater requirement for it <laughs> than for a few dudes to get together, have a schwally, and just talk a load of pish. Here, here. It is a <laughs> wonderful thing. Now, when you get to my age, I'm a bit like Dean Martin, legendary Hollywood actor and crooner, yeah. comedian. He, what was his reason for drinking? He says, Dean, why do you drink so much? And he says, well, I wake up in the morning and I go, is this the best I'm going to feel all day? <laughs> 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 after, a certain, after a certain time of your life, you just go, actually, you know what, let's get some guys together, let's have a drink and have a laugh. Hell yes. That See, is, that that's is, a, that's <laughs> a great reason for drinking. It is a, definitely a great social lubricant, there is no question about it. That's See that? That's upbeat as fuck. Thank you quite for that. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> Take that, Raheel. <laughs> can, I, that. <laughs> can, I, can I change my reason? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. That's it. It's all about evolution. And I'll tell you, here. after a few schwallies, I'll be just having cheese singles on toast. <laughs> <laughs> that's my alcoholic halloum. Alcoholic halloum. If all sorts of bad dreams. That's oh, the name yeah. of the podcast right there. <laughs> alcoholic halloum. There you go. It's like you nailed it in the first round. Well done, Raymond. I've got to take this to Dragon's Den. <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> well, that's excellent. Thanks very much for that, guys. We'll move on to the next round. So we're moving on to the alcohol ad round. This is an advert for drinking or drinking or even not drinking. So, Raheel, can you give us your advert for alcohol? That was very angelic. Uh, <laughs> and that's actually, I mean, it fits in perfectly to what I'm about to talk about. Um, so this is like a TV advert. Um, and it opens on the Reverend Richard Cole. Uh, I think he's like Radio 4 fame. He does like a lot of stuff. Um, one, he used to be in a band. He's like a really cool guy. Basically, it's a drink aware advert. He used to be a comedian as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's done everything and now he's turned to God. <laughs> like, um, But so it cuts on him. I think he's the most famous, like, actual Reverend. He was on QI quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a good friend. He's well Stephen known. Fry. Yeah, he's so, well known. Yeah. So it, it it opens on him and uh, he's like leading a, a midnight mass and uh, he's dressed as Santa. And then yeah, yeah, so it's like it's it's like, but it's quite clearly like a piss up kind of Christmas mass. I don't know, did those happen? Am I just imagining <laughs> like, like that's what I want to happen? Um, but then so it's like he's just uh, you know it starts with the choir all the singing and everything and it's like joy to the one that it tracks off and then it's just him just the lights are down everybody's left and it's like just him going oh and then the like the beat drops and then it's like just it uh, goes into like a rap where he's like i'm the reverend 
whiskey, the spirit moves through me, and then he like just starts doing a silly dance. You know that way that they get people to do like is raps. This advert like nine hundred uh, years old. Yeah. It's like, it's like right. the last and then he's directing your advert. So, this will yeah. be the mill. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, and then basically, like, then it cuts to, like, um, so Mary Berry's there for some reason. It's like the, a lock-in at a mass. This is a fever dream. Do you, get a lock-in? Do you get a lock-in at a mass? Like, you know. like afterwards, that's right? No, I'm a lapsed it's, Catholic. It's kind of outside my wheelhouse. <laughs> I feel like, right. If, I tell yeah. you, as, as, as a Catholic, yeah. if I had a lock-in at mass, that was normally bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go no, any no, further. No, 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 but it may be one of the reasons that I enjoy alcohol. <laughs> I was going to say that. That sounds like you were rocking in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, then it's just like, it's Mary Berry and it's like, it's like a, a Christmas like lock-in and they're all drinking. It's like, uh, it's basically Mary Berry. She goes, I've had a little sherry, now I feel merry. And then uh, it kind of gets a bit Weinstein-esque. Right, we're done. Yeah, okay, right. Bacon <laughs> <laughs> is my game, impress me, you get some fame. And then, uh, yeah, I've just, uh, it is pretty much a fever dream. I wrote this at 2 a.m. in the no, morning. I can see that. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for playing. And then the, the end, but it's just drink aware this December. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, so you I think I should be. Yeah. 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 That's. I mean, yeah. that's the bit. Just. Yeah. yeah. Edit out the middle and no. then. Like, I'm, I'm leaving it all. No, in. don't do that. No. I'm leaving it all in, and I'm going to put an advert oh. for your two shows. No, don't do that. No. <laughs> just then, like, more to this. Yeah. <laughs> buy tickets. In fact, if you buy tickets, it's you know. It's so just, it's just it's, it's like you. it's like Paul Hollywood's just in the background, just passed out as well. And then just stop talking. Yeah, okay. Right. We're gonna yeah. isolate this and just <laughs> the, name the file. This is a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know that we the good old boys from like the Jukes brothers? The Jukes brothers. Like, no, the the ones that just they try. You know, the Jukes of Hazard. The Jukes of Hazard. That's the guys. You know, they be cut away and he goes. They didn't know that these boys needed help. <laughs> they didn't know the dog boys needed help. <laughs> that's literally what came through my head there. <laughs> that story. I'm so good. I, I didn't know yeah. that Raheel needed this much help. <laughs> he had no idea when he came up with this advert, it was just going to meander away to nothing. <laughs> so, Craig, what is your advert for alcohol, apart from the guy sitting next to you? <laughs> I don't know how I could top that. Um, Do you need a horror backdrop? Uh, I've, I have written two, uh, and I will, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll request it for the first one, right? So, uh, I'll, I'll give you a wee signal when, when it, when it uh, when it's to go in right so the first one uh, there's a bunch of older guys sitting in what you would probably construe as like an old man pub there's like a lot of old like memorabilia in the wall and stuff uh, and then there's, it comes in mid conversation and it's one of the old boys just going I'm just saying right like you, you can't say like things like that anymore and, and then another one's like oh, it's either they're they snowflake kings you know they, they, you've got you've got these snowflake kings and then uh, another guy's like, you can't even slap a girl's arse anymore. And then the first guy's like, you can't even kiss a Bible before you go to bed anymore. And I was like, Brexit means Brexit. And then a barman comes over and says, right, with our complaints about you, uh, drink up and get out. And the three old boys quickly like grumble and then uh, they, they drink their beers. And uh, uh, as they drink, it's revealed that they're drinking uh, Stella Artois. Uh, and the Stella logo appears on screen just with a tagline Stella, the official drink of your old da. That's for, I, I know that from experience. I, that one. Say, I, I always thought the Stella thing about calling it wife beater was quite yeah. a highbrow joke because it's from on the waterfront. 
the guy, you know, Stella, yeah. I thought that's what it was. And it turns out, no, it's just, uh, just if you Strong drink it, lager. you're a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a streetcar named Desire. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. That's I was very confusing. No. Yeah, no, no. But Brando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the Brando. Such a powerful. I knew exactly what he meant. Stella. Uh, I know, right. isn't it? Fucking. Yeah. I, I know, it doesn't sound the same when he's going, Tenants. <laughs> 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 Brewdog! <laughs> Atomic Penguin is not the same, is it? Edison <laughs> Gun! Large Hadron Collider! Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your second one then, Craig? We'll go the second that. one uh, is one that just fills me with dread. Um, so, uh, th- this one is um, it's, it's an open spot comedian, and he's on stage, and he's dying, and he's just sweating, he's just wiping the sweat away from his face. Um, and then just there's text on screen and just as, as there's total silence in the room and he just looks out to the crowd for a cr- like a cry for help and it just says on screen just because you can doesn't mean you should <laughs> warning alcohol will make every idea you have the best idea you've ever had drink aware Oh, I like that. That's as a guy I know that just I, I knew the comic you were thinking about that was on the stage. <laughs> I'm gonna go, and it was me. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> you were standing. No. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, because I, I, like, that I, I like the idea. Yeah, of people just being drunk on their own material. <laughs> God, how many times you seen that? Yeah. Anyway, Raymond, shall we move on? Well, uh, th- this would work on the radio, I suspect. But here is the advert. Are you a useless bastard in your work? Do you make extremely poor life choices? Do you ever open your mouth without thinking? Are you unable to keep your booby in your breeks or your hunch to yourself? <laughs> well, embrace alcohol and utter these immortal words. It wasn't me! I was pissed! <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. Life's greatest excuse for making an arse of yourself. Oh, I'm loving that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cracking. <laughs> I think that, that describes everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, at alcohol. some point in their life. Yeah, yeah. Right when you kind of tongue your granny at New Year and you meant it and you remember it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I was pushed at my no, was that. And to be honest, so was my granny. <laughs> she gave me the eye. <laughs> she was the one feeding me drink. I think she was into it. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's brilliant and horrific all in one package. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we to make an advert. That's that's me. That is no, that's a brilliant. very good advert. It's one of those ones that like like it's clearly from like <laughs> it's, it's an advert they made in the eighties, but it's still relevant. So <laughs> they just keep showing keep it. Showing yeah, it. <laughs> we should ask the difference, boys. I've been a boot. I was a boot in the eighties. <laughs> and I'll tell you what else. As as an old hand at the comedy game, then it shows a certain economy. Yeah. Oh, if it's okay, no ad, yeah. it's detracting. writing, which That's you it. guys yeah. clearly <laughs> <laughs> have got to push that yeah. Rubicon. Yeah. Fucking been there, done it. Gaze the money. <laughs> my favourite my favorite kind of ex- uh, ever description of like gigging club comics was John Mahoney, when he said, just, ah, if you're doing it, it's just knob gag, knob gag, and voice. That's it. It's just fucking up. It's about the size that you, you honestly get what... No, honestly, I mean... It, but, but it's a professional thing. You get to become... When you do absolutely do it for a living, yeah. something something changes. You, you become very... I don't know, your mindset mm. goes... You get the job done 
the absolute best way you can and and you, you what you do you, you lose a lot of the sort of like the, the bad habits and a lot of you, you don't meander so much and you get boom 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 and you try and get a laugh every 15 30 seconds yeah because you know that's kind of what gets you there yeah. and you you've got to keep an audience's interest and I think that's the difference. When you become a professional comedian, your mindset completely changes. It's like when you're first starting <laughs> and you die in your hole. And I know I did. I often I, I would fail, and failure's a big part of it. Yeah. And you go, sorry, I've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite things you ever did, you said to Obi when he ran a gig and you did it. He was like, you walked up to him after the gig and he still says this. You went, it's all right, Obi. I was shite for five years too. <laughs> for the first five, five years. years. That's all like right, Obi. I was shite for the first five, five years. years. <laughs> no, you do, and you can afford to be, and that's how you learn. You should never be afraid to fail. Failure is an absolute yeah. that's the part of, of being teachers, successful. Right? Oh no, don't do what I've done. Don't continually fail. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last bad yeah. habit. <laughs> <laughs> and stay out for a drink, boys. <laughs> <laughs> drink me well. RaymondMeals.co.uk Watch the drink, boys. Uh, I mean, I was 52 two weeks ago. <laughs> My life's fucked anyway. Uh, you're, you're still 52, but... <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on to the next round then, Elliot? Thank you. The alcohol facts of history. This is any little gems or knowledge that you've actually picked up from the past and you want to share with us now. So, Raheel, what is the alcohol fact of history? So, the, this fact, um, obviously we all know who Santa Claus is. Uh, I am that, aware. Yeah, St. Nicholas. <laughs> but do we know his evil counterpart? Are you Krampus? talking about Krampus? The Krampus, exactly, the yeah. Who? The Krampus. I don't know who that is. So is that like the Green Goblin, the Green Lantern? <coughs> what's it called? It's actually. <laughs> <laughs> My boy's in he? He's the same age as you. He's uh, into all that. I mean, he hasn't been made into a Marvel movie yet. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he has been made into a movie. It's 6.1 on IMDb. Oh, uh, but so basically, he's the like. Krampus. The Krampus is, is viewed as a demon. It's because all, uh, all the kind of Christmas. It's about the Grinch, but. Medieval. Much, yeah, I was. All the Christmas yeah. traditions are pagan, and this was one of the kind of. He's a horned demon that tortures bad children. Exactly. He's, he's a like rated R Grinch. Uh, really? Yeah. Or like certificate eighteen, whatever the <laughs> like <laughs> thing is. But so the thing, the reason why this is like it's also a relatively new fact as well, because they still do this in Austria, and they have like a Krampus run. Um, so there's like thousands of they people all dress up, dress up yep. as the Krampus, and the reason why I've picked this is the fact. So the first thing is that the fascists actually tried to ban Krampus, and they did. In 1834 to 1835, while well, they had their government uh, in Austria, they banned them, and but that that kind of just made them more popular. And people literally dress up and then flog children, so they carry like uh, sticks, whip them, and yeah, and then anybody that comes out, they just batter them. Yeah, as oh well. no, they they, they, and they batter the wings. They, no, they, they beat up they, everyone. So they, they batter, they batter the, like, the people fight. that are there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this <laughs> happens now. Right, it happens now. So in Austria, what happened recently is they basically went through. Jesus, all the and towns. we've just passed a law. You can't even shout at your wings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then so if you invite the Krampus to your home, it's customary to offer him a glass of schnapps 
or strongly distilled fruit brandy. Yep. If it kept my wange quiet, I'd fucking give him a It's like, like Calpone. Oh aye. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aye. The wanes are up in the room. You might have got them and leather them, crumpish. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No, no, it, it is a cautionary tale. So Santa brings him presents, right? But the Krampus is the cautionary tale yeah, to make them yeah, behave. He's, he's meant to put the kids in a sack and beat them. So, yeah, That's no, he beats them. Oh, and it then sounds it like it's <laughs> in the Masons. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he's particularly bad, right, like, so if the child is particularly bad, he puts them in a sack and drags them away yeah. and then throws them into the river. Yeah, like, right. so it's a proper, like, uh, old, like, pagan tradition. And they actually, like, have people that have uh, examined it as a psychological thing. And they've viewed people being exposed to the Krampus is like the same as their children being like mugged. Like psychologically, it traumatizes them for the rest that, of their that life. That just sounds like they're being touched. <laughs> well, I, I know, as, as opposed <laughs> to the Krampus exposing himself to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, but like I, I like the idea. Like obviously that it's a an, an old fact, but a modern fact. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. I like that we've good. Go. Fascinating. Is it, is you, you've done your homework. Not, I've, I've got. Well. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Well, that was fascinating. Is it, is there any, <laughs> the Krampus. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a movie as well. good I love how you made a really interesting point. Really fucking boring. Yeah, no, wait, wait. I mean, there I can't can songs. Uh, <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry or I'll beat you. <laughs> I mean, look, it is. Oh, the weather outside <laughs> is frightful. I'm going to set you in fire to keep my hands warm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, la- the last thing about the Krampus, right, is that he's considered to be the son of hell, the ruler of Dashing the. Dashing through the snow <laughs> to chase you with the knife. <laughs> I mean, Krampus sounds like what a German calls a stomachache. So it's, it's based it on the... It's based <laughs> on... Krampus. It's, it's actually based... Was Krampus? So, Craig, <laughs> save us from Raheel with your alcohol fact of history. Uh, <laughs> or I'll beat you. So, um, <laughs> um, my, my, my fact is... Uh, I'm kind of carrying on uh, because I don't know any historical facts unless they're to do with wrestling. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to do, do my facts about your friend that you've met, um, Andre the, Andre the Giant. giant. Yep. Um, so uh, recently, uh, after they, they did the uh, a couple of years ago, the Andre the Giant HBO documentary, and they got a lot of interviews from people. And uh, basically, I've just compiled all the, the stories of him drinking. Right, are you going to talk about like how much drink he could drink? Well, it was, it's more specific. Well, like, I never heard like it. Can things. I hear about... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Raymond, uh, <laughs> are you aware of the movie uh, The Princess Bride? Uh, the uh, he was in it. The yeah, there's a bit, he's the yeah. big one in it. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, he, he, oh, he loved a drink. Um, Even more than Big Bill Werbenuk, the snooker player, who managed to get tiny pints of lager a night tax allowable. How much did Andre the Giant, the Giant drink? Aye. Uh, so he, he used to drink. Uh, he used to drink six bottles of wine just before, like just just to just, do a match. Just to do a match. Yeah, just, just to do a match. <laughs> just as an aperitif. That, that, like, that that's just so that he, because like, he uh, again, uh, kindred my spirits. My uncle would do two bottles of wine for out fighting and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same thing? Is that I mean, I mean, I mean, he was a, like he what did go he and fight some guys for a bit. About eight foot. Something, wasn't he? Six uh, bottles uh, of I think he was, yeah. I think what height was he? Eight foot two? Yeah, Jesus was, Christ. Enormous. How, oh, no, he's seven foot four. Uh, they they billed him as eight foot two. That's, that's what it was. Right, uh, he's right. seven foot four. Right. 
Yeah, so he used to drink uh, six bottles of wine just so he could do a match because kindred spirits again. Your 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 friend, uh, little did you know, uh, his, his arthritis was so bad. So I well met uh, when he was in crutches. That's oh, Jesus well, Christ! Yeah. So so he was oh. telling you he was mid bottle of wine. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, he, he was like. So it was, a, it was an anaesthetic for him, eh? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, uh, Rick Flair. Uh, I don't know. Rick Flair. Woo! Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, he he told a story uh, when when they were doing the the HBO documentary. Um, he drank uh, the entire stock of vodka on the, uh, from a plane from Charlotte to to Japan, um, and he drank 106 beers. Again, this is just like this is just I've, I've got just a load of like facts about him drinking. Uh, half of them are told by Hulk Hogan though, so they're all lies. He just yeah. done the most all bullet ha- points. Just, yeah, yeah. Where did he drink when and, and, and just? This is your. Oh, this is all about da, 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 da. Exactly. We'll have yeah. Elliot's bullet point breakdown. <laughs> Elliot, sorry, Craig's Elliot bullet point it's breakdown. It's fine. I forget my name sometimes too. Yeah. Uh, is he flying economy? It's right. So <laughs> he on uh, it was last orders in a bar once, and he ordered forty drinks. Um, for the last orders, just for himself, he's got uh, one of the record highest bar tabs ever. Um, it's forty thousand dollars. Awesome. Uh, where did he get two pints in the radish? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm drinking Manhattan. It's kind of like that. It's like fucking. You, you fucking what now? <laughs> uh, the, the last, the last, last fact I've got yep. is his unofficial record. So this is what he says the yep. most he's drank was. Is a hundred and six? No, hundred and fifty-six beers in one sitting. That's that's the fact is, they can't confirm. That's yeah, yeah, it. but that's 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 said by him. That's not by Hulk Hogan. So you know that I'm it's not a lie. Secretly racist. Score, Did he just line out? <laughs> I think it was the tab. Uh, it's the bar tab because they had a, they had the story where he was drinking with. Um, not the Macho Man Savage, but it was one of the other wrestlers. I can't remember his name. Is the one in the airport? Yeah, that's, that's Hulk Hogan. That's all oh, right, okay. But so, so it could be. It could uh, be true. He know. says I some like racist stuff in the middle, just to like. <laughs> no, do you know what I'm saying from what I believe? Uh, <laughs> talking about ridiculous drinking, I was in Australia. I was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival in 2015, and I I reconnected with an Australian comedy legend called Chris Franklin. Now Chris is just the king of the bogans. The bogans <laughs> are just. They're like chavs here, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know. And yeah. he's a lovely fella. He's a great comedian. He's very famous in Australia. And he says, and for a month, he says, what I'm going to do, mate, I'm going to drink a thousand beers between now and the end of the festival. <laughs> and he nice started drinking. And after three days, he was in a shit state. <laughs> Jesus, man. The dehydration. Went, You're going to die, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so he calmed it down. He only managed about 450, 500. Jesus Christ, man. And how long was the time period? Uh, a month. A thousand yeah, beers days, in a month. Yeah. Now, or if Andrew the Giant can do 153 in one sitting, even though the guy was the size was a of, monster, you know, St. Paul's Cathedral. And and his metabolism uh, was massive. Massive, so that's but it's an enormous amount of booze. Hundred and six pints is officially verified. Is it? It's not a pint, no, no, though. Yeah, it's yeah, a can yeah. of beer, a bottle of beer. Yeah, drink beers. So, well, yeah. I'm, I remember I sat up watching the 2015 <laughs> general election, <laughs> and I'll bet you I drunk forty bottles of beer. So yeah, so drunk you don't even know how much it's watered down. Oh. No, no, no. This is I know. I know my arse on my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just give off uh, 
do, uh, we can we can mess with him. <laughs> He's not complaining to the yeah. management. <laughs> yeah. I once drank a pint that had actual dirt in it because yeah. the boy at the bar looked sad. You are so nice. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You really go see Craig's comedy. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. He's that a very lovely. nice I'm boy. Very, very very sorry you got interrupted, but you're living up to the stereotype you're pre- propagating. So that's lovely. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so Raymond, we're moving on, and we're going to ask you what is your Drinking fact of history. Well, I'm particularly interested in in things like American things. Mm-hmm. I'm particularly interested in presidents of the United States. The 29th president of the United States was a certain Warren G. Harding, who was the president between 1921 and 1923. He died in he office. Died, he, died, he died in office. Yeah. Um, but he, when he was a senator, he actually voted in favour of the Volstead Act, which brought in prohibition. Yes. Which means you couldn't get a swally in America between 1920 and 1933. And it turns out this ball bag had a far, a brilliantly well-stocked whiskey stash <laughs> in the White House. <laughs> so serves the ball bag, right? Saying nobody else can get a bevy and he'd have carry out in the White House. They, now, they put that in the Constitution, didn't they? That was actually part of the Constitution. Oh, yeah, but it was yeah. the... I can't remember what amendment it was, but it was... The Volstead Act became an amendment, and then to repeal it became another amendment yeah, in, the, in the Bill of Rights, yes. Now, uh, Lyndon Johnson, who was the 36th President of the United States, he had a secret Scotch bar in the Secret Service car which trailed the beast, which was his <laughs> presidential limousine. And what he, he used to do... No, seriously. <laughs> and what he used to do, when he was gadding about in the motor and the Secret Service was behind him, he'd put a styrofoam cup out the window <laughs> and the Secret Service guy would run up, put some scotch oh in the styrofoam Jesus. cup That's and all the LBJ would get a squally <laughs> in the back of the motor. Aye. Um... <laughs> That sounds like my local ice cream van. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the best island. Now, the 18th get. president of the United States was none other than U.S. Grant Ulysses. Mm-hmm. Ulysses, yep. He never actually had a middle name. His name was, in fact, Hiram Ulysses Grant. He never <laughs> had a middle name, which was S. His middle name was Ulysses. Now, he was actually the commanding general of the Union Army yes. during the American Civil War for 1861-1865. And he was responsible for the, the war in the West where he took Fort Donaldson and Vicksburg, which were instrumental in winning the war in the West and opening up the Mississippi from New Orleans up to the northern states. And the, the first but he was a raging alcoholic, yeah. oh, an absolute raging alcoholic. And after he won Fort Donaldson, after he won at Fort Donaldson and Vicksburg, it go back to Abraham Lincoln, who was then the 16th president of the United States. He says... They've won here, they've won there, but by the way, General Grant's pissed out his box. <laughs> All he does is drink whiskey. Mm. And Abraham Lincoln, who was a bit of a wag, was hurting, <laughs> actually, yes. and this was reported mm. in the book Team of Rivals by Doris Kearns Goodwin, which won the Pulitzer Prize, by the way. Uh, Lincoln says, really, what brand does he drink? Let's ration it all to the rest of the generals. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's winning the world. But finally, the third president and one of the framers and fathers of the Constitution was Thomas Jefferson. He was the third president of the United States. That He never drunk more than some of the other presidents, but he certainly drunk better. <laughs> this ball bag spent the equivalent of 60 grand hmm. a year for own carryouts. <laughs> I bet he. I like the idea. And when he died, <laughs> like his wine cellar. <laughs> when he died, 
His wine cellar had 20,000 bottles in it. Jesus. Fuck, man. Awesome facts, mate. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> podcast. Oh, no, it's fine. Comedy podcast. I, I just can't stop, think, fucking, no, no, can't stop thinking about facts, Thomas Jefferson walking down the street with a wee um, blue bag just clinking the Just when you had on us. Big night tonight, boys. Ball of wine and a wine. Is that yourself, Thomas? It's a hard gig being the president, you know. And I know it's there. You need to fucking do this. That's what you need, but like, so even Churchill was like steaming every day. Oh, it's like, not all the history is There's a correlation the between point, alcohol consumption and victory. Heroism. Heroism's the one. That's why Corbin Field wasn't drunk. He was making jam for no whiskey. Well, it's a shame I'm not standing. I certainly wouldn't be here for this. Unless I was done in a big league. Are you announcing your uh, standing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. So no. We're going to move on to the next round. <laughs> so we'll move on to our next round with Drunken Lies and the Sober Truth. In this round, we get Elliot to read us two little stories and then we get to work out which one is true. So Elliot, please tell us the stories. Jolly good. Right, so story number one is the story of the Indian drunk elephants. So it was reported in the late noughties that an outpost of the Indian army in the jungle region of Bagdogra had been under attack ever since a local herd of elephants raided the base in search of food. But instead of food, they then discovered the soldiers' entire winter rations of rum. Since then, the elephants have apparently been regularly raiding the base for a drink and have smashed down all defences put up by the army, including electrified fences and firewalls. An officer told the press that the elephants were able to break the rum bottles by curling their trunks around the bottom and empty the contents into their mouths. After getting drunk, they then had a lovely piss-up before returning to the jungle, only to later come back again whenever the run had been, had been replaced. Okay, so that's story one. Story two. Story two. The man who was so drunk, he lost his knob. <laughs> True. That's <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably zip up his steaming. And he's here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the old chargers just flew off. Uh, this is a more recent story. This story comes from the recollection from a very panicked NHS worker who worked at the Sexual Health and Contraception Clinic. Uh, she, received, she received a phone call from a very distressed man who had told her that he had a yeast infection on his penis, which is quite a common occurrence. Uh, but apparently the man didn't want any chemicals used in his knob. So that, that night before, he had been severely drunk on beer and he decided to drunkenly make his own home remedy. So I was looking up on Google, he found out that uh, garlic was very good for yeast infections. And so in his drunken state, he minced an entire bulb of garlic, smothered it all over his penis, and covered it, <laughs> covered his garlic penis with duct tape and left it overnight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so of course, after keeping his penis mummified in a garlic paste all night, like a horrendous, scary chicken Kiev, um, so uh, not only did he experience a hangover in the morning, but also when he unwrapped his cock, uh, having only now realised the very uh, caustic nature of garlic. The very what nature? Uh, caustic. Caustic, sorry. Right. Uh, disc- discovered that his penis had sort of melted. <laughs> Wow. And, then, and then try to exfoliate it by rubbing it against a Brillo pad. <laughs> and <laughs> basically, the end to the story is that it, 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 it wasn't a pretty sight. We, no, the second one's yeah. true. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, so, which one is the sober truth? Which one is the, the drunken lie? I've had that thought, like the second one. <laughs> You've had a yeast infection? No, no, but like, like a Brillo <laughs> pad solves everything. Like. But you, you do, you, you make ridiculous choices when you're steaming. I remember years ago, I had nothing left in the house except 
Well, I had some whiskey, but I had Baileys, and I was really enjoying it. I was on a Baileys stone, and I was drinking Baileys and ice, and I'd run out of Baileys, and I thought, that was really nice, and I had some whiskey, but I had milk, so I thought, <laughs> I'll <laughs> make Baileys. It curdles instantly. No, I know, and, and if you any idea when you've got a gas cooker and you pour whiskey into a pot and you're steaming out your you box? You tried to oh cook it? I, I tried to <laughs> make Baileys in your by, bathtub. by... <laughs> Pouring whiskey into a hot pot on a gas stove, <laughs> and Jesus I set my, myself in fire. <laughs> so you didn't just put the with a brillo pad. Didn't even <laughs> try and just put the melt. No, I thought it was a cooking thing. Oh, wow, that's my favourite answer for when somebody asks the question, "How did you get these?" Skills? And then what I did was. <laughs> 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 Why so serious? Well, I wanted to make some Baileys at home. <laughs> <laughs> which probably explains why I'm no longer married, you know. <laughs> so, which one is... The, well, well, uh, Raymond, I, wanted, like, I think, so is very definite now. The second one's so, definite. So, right, the, the, the elephants are just They can't like open the bottles. <laughs> well, they, 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 they'll curl the trunks around the bottom and like, they, like smash They can't open the... No, because then the glass baby. would... Listen... Because, if, do you remember the David? I'll tell you why the first one's no true. Because animals in the jungle get drunk regularly through the fermenting fruit falling off the trees. You remember the David Attenborough thing? Yeah. We all the monkeys and the were, everything yeah. pissed out their nose. But I, the I also remember the fact that um, the, a whole bunch of rampaging elephants that were drunk on rum ripped through an entire camp. So there, there was you a, remember? What? No, there was, there was a story about this. There was a story in the BBC News uh, World Service when I was in Portugal. I might be like destroying the game here by telling you the truth, <laughs> but uh, that uh, that drunk elephants ripped apart our US. And then base. subsequently went, we can get a bevy in there, so they <laughs> ran away the camp. Well, do you know elephants don't forget? <laughs> 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 oh, so yeah. an elephant makes something goes, I remember everything. <laughs> so I was like, I, <laughs> they but, never get the fear. It's great. But, uh, or I, worse. <laughs> having been the kind of guy that does crazy things while drunk as well, I can totally understand the duct tape and garlic to your dick might be the truth. So it's a true garlic. I mean, no, I drink in yeah. the second one. So you're, the, you're on the, the dick. I, I think the second one's true. Uh, Craig? I, as, as much as I believe that... Uh, the idea that like you'd take a Brillo pad to fix any kind of blemish. Uh, I'm gonna go with elephants because it's like so we've got, I've we've understood got desperation when a supply runs dry. And Raheel, what is what right. is yours? So, so my question is right. You used the phrase firewall in the elephant story, right? Okay. <laughs> no, literally like a wall of a fire. wall of a fire. wall of fire. Right. Because obviously the modern hacking. You laptop. <laughs> It's like it's like guerrilla tactics. Yeah. So this is this is my main, my main question. Trying right? to get a laptop back to the Apple Store because right. you massive feet just yeah. smashing it to fuck. The size of that keyboard, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, right. But my but question when it is: uses foot or his nose? Uh, I mean, either way, it's still big, right? Um, the question it's is: he's punching it anyway. This, the question is right. So what are the years for these? Uh, you've not given us. Years. Why is the year important? Because elephants back in the day were known for their drinking, right? That's big Davy, don't worry about it. Are you going off on one again? No, no. And, then, and then see modern day, right? Modern day people know about antibiotics, right? So how old was the... Especially elephants. How old was the <laughs> garlic books. cock story? And how old I, I, was I, it I was think recent. we're supposed to get pissed as this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the entire point. This is how we designed this. I love it we're doing it in here because we'll get fucked at the pub for this bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, 
I've had some complaints, boys. You're talking too much about this. If I remember years ago, I when I finished my degree, I. I went to do that that test at Strathclyde Regional Council to join the IT team. So I got a degree in economics and computer science. I went down to India Street right. to do the test to become part of the IT team. And there was two girls who were on my course also went. Now, this particular day, my wife was actually leaving her employment to go on her maternity leave with her second child, with her son, Michael. So she's heavily pregnant. And I says, I'll come down and get you after I'm finished the test, honey. And we'll get him in a taxi and I'll get all your stuff and we'll get him. But there was these two girls who were on my course who went to the test. And I says, let's go in the Griffin. I'm not meeting my wife for another hour and we'll have a pint. So I just sat entertaining I'm starting to see why he's divorced. <laughs> so it's an interesting thing about getting out of the pub. Right. So I'm in the pub. I'm talking to these two girls. I'm pissed out my nut, regaling them with whatever stories and whatever. After about six hours, right? And I says, I says to the girls, I mean, the wife, she got a taxi herself, and, <laughs> and I, I don't know what happened to her. Anyway, the point is, I mean, my, my son was born and everything was fine. Anyway, there was, there was a few resentments built up. The point I'm making is, as I went to leave the pub, I said to the two ladies, ladies, your company has been mesmerising. I must make my leave of you. I shall admire you anon. And the bartender went, as I went to the door, I took back and went, how big in? I says, yes, sir. She went, I've never heard so much bullshit in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard so much pish in my life. I've worked here for years. You are fucking barred. Right? <laughs> I says, you know what? Get it right up, you mate. Fuck you. About four years later, I'm out with my wife, who was the same wife at that time. Right? And... We'd been for a curry running Sucky Hall Street. Now, I know fine well I'm barred. Yes. Now, I've got this voice. You see, this is the voice. People know this voice. It's very distinct. And I've got this coupon, which you can't see on the podcast, but imagine it, right? Now, the point is, look at the photo. There'll be a photo attached. And four or five years later, I was out for a curry with a wife and a couple of my cousin and her man. And I says, let's go for a bevy. And we were up so I says, I says, let's go to the Griffin. <laughs> Knowing full well that I'm barred. Yeah. I went round to the Griffin, we walked in, and fuck me, if it wasn't the same guy standing behind the bar, and he's looking at me, and he's got that look in his face, he's going, I know, I know that Bob bike <laughs> for somewhere. He went, I know him, but I don't know where I know him for. I went, and as soon as I opened my mouth, I went, a pint of Guinness bartender went, you, you cunt, I barred you <laughs> four years ago. And you know what, we all had a wee laugh about it, and we were let back in. And what was the point? I don't uh, know. And that's, so, that, like, and that's <laughs> how he doesn't think it was drunk in it. Oh, so, <laughs> we're we're going to review that like the we'll made-up story is that. a story that so, you made up, pissed, and then forgot about. <laughs> so, I was going to say, are there any elephants on your IT course? <laughs> like, no. No. So, right. second so, one. Wait, so, give me the dates first, the and then I'll make no, a decision. We know a version to postmodern elephants. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay, the, the art, the, originally, the article was from Daily Telegraph for elephants. It doesn't specify when it started, but it was posted in 2009. That's well, if it's for the Daily Telegraph, it's fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> give it away! <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake! Or is it? And then the second one. Oh, no, wait a minute. Did you say the Daily Telegraph? Oh, the Daily Telegraph. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> Wait, the Daily yeah, Telegraph. Daily. Oh, had, I, I think he said Daily. Raymond is, a, is, is the garlic dick. Uh, unfortunate Thanks title, sorry. <laughs> I know. A lifetime of comedy. A lifetime of comedy. Now he's the garlic dick. You're dick and garlic for one night. 
We have Craig as... Despite evidence the, to the contrary, I'm still going to go with the elephants. And so, clarifying the question... Did just what year You're was the casting for it. What, what no, year? He told what you in 2019. No, no, 2009 was the article. But yes, that's when, no, no, that's when he told well, you. Well, really that's when the information so he has. So, what and then you're the casting vote. You're the speaker. And then when was the penis yeah, like Bobby situation? Thing. Well, I wish because he's fucking made it up. No, I just, <laughs> just need to know. Just need to know. Do you not know? It was last year. Last year. So I'm gonna go, like there can't be idiots that what he like scrub their bobby on. Hang back to flat Move on. There can't be idiots. Okay, so with Raymond's like expert advice there about. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing With there being with there being idiots in the world that will try and brillo pad their own dick. Yes. I'm gonna go for the garlic knob. That's true. As As true. So we have a garlic knob, garlic knob, and elephants. Elephants. So So what's the true story? The true story is true story. What is the sober truth? The sober truth is actually the drunk elephants. Yes. No way, man. No way. I know. I thought you off with firewalls. See, I honestly (laughs) thought I'd gave it away (laughs) because (laughs) I remember this story happened in the BBC. I was like, when it literally drunken elephants ripped through an American army base. I was like. Go on. <laughs> I feel I love, like... Yeah. I love clickbait. It's one of my favourite <sighs> things of all time. I swear to God, the headlines, it just misdirects you. It's I know, it, but it, and, and you do you end is, up... You can't help it. Seeing it's just some bit, fucking shite, but you can't yes. help yourself. But I, drunk I go, elephants... To rip- see, want to see where Clint Eastwood lives now? Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Number five is shocking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you see Sean Connery's trousers. I know, it's like... <laughs> but drunken elephants rip through American army base... Go on. So, <laughs> uh, no, was there an elephant election recently? <laughs> so knowing that is right. true, now I now wish that past lives are true as well, because I—that's my spirit animal from now on. Right? It's just okay. a drunken elephant. Like, so, Elliot, that that you, how, how do you get? How do you become reincarnated? I mean, an el- you to die. be reincarnated as an elephant. <laughs> no, but you, doesn't, hold on, yeah. doesn't the ethereal plane it's decide what you're oh going my. to be though? Right. Depending so, on the karma you built up. So that's why I asked the year because I wanted to know like how far away it, it was. Because it might right? have been you. No. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I have a vague recollection of that. What's the damn board? I've done that. I might I used to be an elephant in American Avenue. Now I'm drinking Glenn's vodka and fucking Goat Bridge. Exactly. I don't know if I've really evolved. I think I've been punished. this is a step down. Yeah. I am 100% being this punished. This is an experiment and it's <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> this Back is, to the elephants. This is me being punished for being a drunken elephant. <laughs> this is me being punished for stealing that fucking rum. Uh, <laughs> That's all it is. Amazing. Thanks. That's great. Everyone, we're going to thank you, Elliot. We're going to move on to the next round. So let's move on to the next round. Let's finish the alcohol quote. This is where I read out famous lines from very famous people about drinking, and you get to finish it with your own ending. So let's start with, I know a man who gave up smoking, drinking, and sex-rich food. He was... Vegan. <laughs> I, gave, I knew a man who gave up drinking, smoking, sex, and rich food. He was... A boring bastard. <laughs> I, I knew a man who gave up drinking, smoking, rich food and sex. He was... Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy <laughs> Elliot is so upset because that's both the things he was going to say. say. Oh, so it's actually, um, I knew a man who gave up smoking, drinking, sex and rich food. He was healthy right up to the day he killed himself. That was Johnny Carson. 
I've got more. For yeah, that. I've got more. You got for more? You're going to another yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Do you need it? Yeah. Like, Can I have one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go, go back. That's it. Yeah. I know a man who gave up smoking, drinking, and sex in Richford. He was. A guy your mum and I wish you could really be more like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so worth it. To judge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I know a man who gave up smoking, drinking, and sex in Richford. He was. Married. <laughs> <laughs> And you're a man who gave up smoking, drinking, sex, and red food. He was clinically depressed. Too real, sorry. Okay, so we'll move on to the next one. Um, a hangover is a reminder of all the good things that you've done that you can't remember. Oh, yeah. a hangover is my nickname for my bitch ex-wife. <laughs> wow, my hangover is a very casual execution. What? Well, well, Justify uh, it. Yeah. No. <laughs> a hangover is. Slow burner. A regular occurrence. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else for any more? A hangover is. An impediment. An impediment. If only I could just keep fucking drinking. <laughs> a hangover is. Crowns for a blue badge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm voting for you. I've, <laughs> asked, I've asked that question before. I've had to fill in the blue badge. A hangover is. Unfortunately, tomorrow's reality. That really is the way this podcast is going. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a hangover is the wrath of grapes. Sorry, that was Dorothy oh, Parker. Dorothy. It was indeed right. The, the wrath of grapes. The wrath of grapes lead to the grapes of wrath. If you're no, dehydrated, stop talking. Yeah. Stop talking. Dehydrated. <laughs> no, I don't know. A hangover comes about as as a consequence of dehydration. So you know what the Stop talking. Oh, of course, fucking uh, hemorrhoids. Uh, there you go. Not enough. <laughs> oh no, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew he was going with it. Here's me. Here's me taking the literal high ground. <laughs> and then ended and he's up. He's talking about fucking bum grapes. I know. <laughs> Brilliant. They are Duke Argyles. Brilliant. Fucking Steinbeck. Grapes of wrath. Steinbeck. I know. <laughs> I, was, I was going right. <laughs> so we're moving on. Reality is an illusion created by soberness. <laughs> it's sobriety. <laughs> it is. Reality is a r- illusion created by Elliot. Space marmots. Space marmots. What's a marmot? It's like a. It's like one of those gopher things on mountains. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reality is illusion created by J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. It's there always was a boy, fault. and he found his wand. You're an alky, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and you were gay the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and she's writing them all that way. Uh, Reality <laughs> is illusion created by uh, my girlfriend when she says. It's totally normal, and it happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Oh, you've won that one, baby. Oh, that's true vulnerability. You're going to go all the way. That's, that's, so, man, that's so dark. I've got, I've got my granddad's Viagra if you yes. need it. As reality is a crea- uh, illusion created by a lack of alcohol. That was N.F. Simpson. Okay, we'll move on. I drink to separate my emotions from myself. Yes. <laughs> I drink to separate. The flaps of my arse. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of constipation have you got? <laughs> it's, it's the wrath Seriously. of grapes again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I drink to separate. Catholics from Protestants. Oh, wow. <laughs> we went there. <laughs> Susie McCabe stabs you. No. <laughs> I drink to separate. Myself from those who genuinely care about my health. Oh, 
Yeah, we're all there. <laughs> what, this end, this round always ends up like a hug. It's like, it's like, oh. always, I drink to separate from my wife. You just fucking beheaded Raymond over there. Oh no, that's great. Why are you making him relive this trauma? That's phenomenal. I drink to separate my body from my soul. That was Oscar Wilde. That was him. And I think you just fucking won that one actually there. Question five. So it's anyway, you didn't burn the Qurans. Fuck! Wow. Wow. wow! We went there. Yeah, it's it like Guantanamo Bay all over again. Let me go. Fuck <laughs> Anyway, you didn't burn the. Who's doing when you fell asleep on the couch after you put the chip pan on? <laughs> I'll try to make Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put that in now. <laughs> I've seen that advert. That was, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you didn't burn the uh, bridges of every relationship I've ever had, but there's always next weekend. <laughs> you know, I'm loving the hope. Anyway, <laughs> anyway you didn't burn the beer. Final up. bridge between yourself and your mum. Yeah. <laughs> oh. there's, there's a I, whole bunch I, of I unpacking there. That's the third cry for help we've had in this podcast. <laughs> So it's anyway you didn't burn the beer. That it was an actual the beer. The beer. The beer. The beer. The beer. That was the sledge. It was an actual beer advert from a Milwaukee brewery in 1955. It was like anyway, honey, you didn't burn the beer. That was an actual advert. All right. I think you need to see the advert. Yeah, it really didn't do much. Non-alcoholic beer is like Alka Seltzer. Non-alcoholic beer is like a dolphin pushing in your mouth. That's that. That's that's alcohol 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 beer is like uh, hanging out with me. It's okay, but you'd rather mu- you'd much rather be hanging out with my alcoholic dad. <laughs> oh, wow! Oh, oh. <laughs> not it, it, just someone's got a hug at the end of it. <laughs> non non alcoholic beer is like sex. I've never had it, and I never will. <laughs> <laughs> a voice from the asexual in the corner. Non alcoholic beer is like meh. <laughs> It's non-alcoholic beer is like a vibrator without batteries. It fills you up, but it lacks the buzz. Last call for alcohol. Well, the bell has rung, and now it's time to go to Elliot to find out who has to dig deep and pay for the drinks. Yes, it's time to close the doors and get up the scores. Based on the monthly recommended allowance of alcohol intake, players are ranked out of a total of 90 units. This month's winner is a terrific anti-total titan, Raymond Means, with a total of 88. In the middle is a joyously juiced Craig Wilson with 72. And of course, in last place, it is a puking prick, the regurgitating, gushing git, Raheel Ahmed, with minus 10. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share and subscribe. Taking part in this month in drinking history was Rahil Ahmed, Craig Wilson and Raymond Mearns. The questions were attempted to be asked by me, ENTC, and keeping an eye on the bar tab was Elliot Simpson. Remember, this is just a bit of fun. Please always drink responsibly and if you have any problems with alcohol, please go to the website drinkaware.co.uk. This podcast was sponsored by The Comedian Tattoo and you can find out more about comedy events on the website goodtattoos.com forward slash comedy. Cheers!